are you, Jordan Apps? Oh, you know what, Josh? I'm settled, and my moving storyline is now coming to a wrap. What a, what a season-long arc that was. You know, people thought Puppygate was long. No, here was <laughs> no. this. This was a solid, I think, maybe four or five episodes that would have spanned probably like the first half of the season. You know, Jordan is settling into a new apartment. And then like the rest of the season's plot can kick forward after that. Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> I get into my singing career. But for that first chunk of the season, you're just I'm in a, I'm in a box yeah. and I'm moving. <laughs> yes. This is and I'm going to your flop season. This is going to be one of your best. I would give it like a third season arc. <laughs> like I had a great first season and it was a decent second season. And now I'm just kind of like the comedic relief. Yeah. I'm Dorit this season. Yeah. I'm waiting for this and, when you become like a radical Christian or bodybuilder <laughs> or something completely extreme out of the norm. Give me after my second vaccine and then that's where that'll go. Speaking of which, should we share? Speaking of which, you know, you you know what you go. <sighs> I will go. I will go and get my second shot of the vaccine on Wednesday, and you are going the day after to get your second shot. Yes, we are very lucky, and uh, it's been a nice, fun <laughs> roll of the dice in Ontario. I really don't know if it's been fun at all, but oh no, yeah, the dice were rolled. The dice are rolled. The dice were and are rolled, and here we go, and here we are. Josh, how are you? I'm excited. I think it's just like I I just don't want to have to worry about vaccines yeah. anymore right now. I think I'm just like now that I got it, I know that I'm not gonna be as like competitive and jealous and like desperate to find my vaccine. So I think that once I'm done with it on Wednesday, I will be very relieved. Yes. I agree. Yes. And it's a new chapter for us. Yeah. And I don't know if you wanted to get right into today's topic, because we have kind of a, a lot to talk about on this thing. We do. Um, do, do you want to? Let's. I want to take our listeners to a beautiful little island in Greece, which is where we set our scene. Because today we're talking about Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> okay, so we on the weekend were just, you know, chatting and we got onto the top topic as we usually do with our uh, surrounding friends of like, how much do we love the Mamma Mia movies? And I know that's that's not unheard of. It's a universal truth, some would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's share our experience with the movie together. Because I do feel like within some of our friends, it is our movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's funny because the first Mamma Mia, I saw it in theaters in 2008. Because same, I worked at a restaurant that was attached to a movie theater. And when you work at a restaurant like I did, like it was in, in the summer between first year university and second year. So people were kind of like either in the city or not in the city. So if you didn't have plans before your shift started, the easiest thing to do for me was just like go to yeah. a movie by myself. So yeah. like that summer I saw Indiana Jones. I saw um, The Strangers. I saw a couple other, I think Wally as well. But 
Oh my God, we're hitting genres. It's I was the king of the cinema <laughs> that year. And ultimately I saw Mamma Mia. Um, and like, spoiler alert, and I hate to start it off on a bad note, but I think at the, I was just so young and not like, uh, you were, you were naive. I was naive. And I just, I think with the musical genre, you either had to be Chicago or you were completely shit to me. Sure. But over the years, and I will say it was a solid decade until I revisited the first one again, because we, you and I, and a couple other people all saw um, the sequel together in Florida. Do you want to tell? Do you want to tell that? Well, maybe I'll tell you, I'll let you get um, the first movie. What's your history with the first movie before we go into that one? Well, I just want to say that I loved your uh, restaurant uh, experience because I worked at a local theater chain. It was my first job. Mm-hmm. And again, if you were early for your shift or you just wanted to whatever, I would like just watch movies and then work or also watch movies during my shift. Yeah. You have the the power to do that when you work in a movie theater. When they would put me on the floor shift, I would I remember vividly watching all of vacancy in one shift in one sitting. What of an underrated movie too. Yeah, underrated. And I said those washrooms they can clean themselves. I have a movie to watch. <laughs> no emergency. No. Um the first movie is the same experience. I saw it in the theaters. I saw it into summer 2008 as well. And I was not out yet. Not that that was a determining factor, but I was like, yes, Meryl, but end of point. Yeah, yeah. And it was my awakening in a lot of ways, mostly just uh, towards ABBA, ABBA, however you want to say it. You can say it however you want to say it on this podcast. ABBA, ABBA. I would so, say ABBA. I would say ABBA too. Yeah. I just, like I think my bagel like- count- versus bagel. This is like my count, my Countess Luann. <laughs> like you say Abba, no? Yeah. Um, so I saw it. I stand. I loved it. And I'm maybe kind of like you too, because like getting to the Florida experience, a bunch of us went to the theater. And just a side note, Josh took a picture of me in front of the Mamma Mia poster, but a friend back here, hold on. It was not even a picture. It was a video of everyone (laughs) entering the theater together. And I also am going to preface this that we, uh, it was before we had a flight to catch that night, a flight home, the most Mm. cursed flight of my existence, but we had the time to kill. So we decided to go into the movie theater and I decided to document it for my Instagram of just people going into the theater an innocent an innocent reel. So Josh turns to me, takes a, a video, whatever you want to call it. And I pull like a Blake Lively in a simple <laughs> favor. And I turn to him and I go, delete that right now. And you said, why? And I was like, because my friend back home, who shall not be named, Felicia, <laughs> wants to see it with me. And she can't know that I've seen it without her. And you were like, okay. But the deeper we got into the theater, the less you had cell surface. <laughs> I was furiously just tapping my phone screen, trying to delete it, but it was like, cannot connect, cannot connect. And I was like literally holding my phone up in the air, trying different zones and rooms. And I was starting to sweat a little bit. It might've been the Floridian heat. It might've been anxiety. It might've been seeing the movie with mostly everybody over the age of 80 in the theater. Yeah. So I'm going to just say, you know, Mm -hmm. We're going to go on a journey today. We're going to talk about both movies, 
what they mean to us, how we feel about them. We're going to rank songs. We're going to rank <laughs> dance numbers, cameos, all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So we'll start with the first movie. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm living for today's episode. Um, so I rewatched both yesterday. I think you rewatched the second one yesterday. Yeah. 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 So I find the first one to be like pure chaos. It really um, just completely uh, hits the ground running in so many ways. And you have to be with it or you're not with it from my experience anyway. No, I agree. And I think it's very like, I'm going to sound so like lame saying this, but it's very much a musical adaptation of a stage play. Like it is, or a stage musical, obviously. And I think it does that incredibly well. Mm -hmm. I think my only issue with the first movie and I'm not like, don't come for me. Cause I love it. I do love it. Mm. I just don't think it has the same amount of fun as the second movie has. And the second mm. movie is able to have even more fun because I think there's no plot at all. Yeah. <laughs> the restrictions are lifted. They can do whatever they want. They're doing whatever they want. Where in the first movie, they're very much bound to the story, which I think the story is actually very sweet and I think is very fun. Now, granted, I've never seen the stage play and I, whenever that is happening here again, I will be first in line. Yeah, I'm the same. I never saw the play, but I will always just have the poster embedded in my mind. Just like every time you go for a walk in the city, you're always going to pass that woman smiling in the wedding dress. She was giving me like ready to get married. She was no runaway bride. Mama, she was at the altar. She was. She was right there. So I was texting our friend, Kristen, obviously about this last night. And he was like, yes, but the songs in the first movie. And I was like, no, I know. Mm-hmm. No skips, just hits. Just literally the hits. The hits mm-hmm. where the second movie, you know what I said? We're going to start with the first movie. I think we're going to go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to jump between times. Yeah, the first movie has the songs and they're really great renditions of the songs. Where are you? Where are you on this? What are you, what are you listening to? What are you loving? Like I was the same with you in that like I really wasn't an ABBA person before um, like I even saw the first movie. And even after yeah. that, I wasn't like, I didn't go home and immediately stream the ABBA collection. But oh, I did. something was unlocked after watching the second one where I was like, wait a second. Honey, honey. Oh, I don't know the rest of the lyrics, but honey, honey wasn't even in the second one, but it's because I went home and actively looked into ABBA for the first time. But you're right in that the first one really has so many great musical numbers and songs minus Pierce Brosnan singing. Um, yeah. But even still with the second movie, I the songs that I don't think that highly of, I still, like there's not a, a performance that I cringe at because I'm always tapping my feet. You're always tapping your feet. I do feel like Pierce, obviously it's known that he is like the dead weight of these movies. And I think he does the, not think he does. He does the worst job (laughs) singing, which is a tough feat that he earns, but it just starts out of the gate with honey, honey. Yeah. Okay. Then we get into money, money, money. Love the rhyming scheme already with this. 
And then we go Mamma Mia into Dancing Queen into Our Last Summer into my personal favorite, Lay All Your Love on Me, mm-hmm. which if I ever heard that out, shoot through the roof. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a take a chance on me kind of girl personally. Yes. Okay. I love that song. I don't love it in the movie. Okay. Well, okay. Made of pieces. <laughs> Inside you have shit taste. I'm also going to get this out of the way now because this could turn into a completely different podcast and we can talk a little bit about it because we were texting about it last night. My actual favorite song is the Amanda Seyfried uh, credits song, um, Thank You for the Music, which... Oh, well, she opens the second movie with that too. Acapella. Thank you for the music. My favorite thing about, while we're talking about the singing, hi, Session, he's in the background. Um, (laughs) My favorite thing is that really, you have a cast of people who can hit the notes and can sing, but are by no stretch of my imagination, singers, if that makes sense. You know what? Yes, I my letterbox review was Amanda Seyfried put on herself tanner and said, let me show you how to sing. (laughs) So I maybe I'm coming from a different point of view, but I think everyone's a really good singer and everyone does a really capable capable job within the film. I think Mm -hmm. Seyfried for me is just alarming because I didn't expect it to... Mm -hmm. Every time I rewatch it, she carries both movies for me with charm and ease and summer breeze and self-tanner. Yeah, iconic and hair. There's that scene in the first movie, or I think it's the the second one, where Meryl is uh, relaxed, like just playing with her hair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I just love it. Um, But also the casting is so... It's so good. It's just perfect. And we'll get to the casting in the second one in a second, because obviously that's iconic. But you have Meryl. You have Christine Baranski. Mm. You have Amanda Seyfried. You have Dominic Cooper. You have Stella Skarsgård. You are missing. uh... I know. Say it. I was giving it up to you. Well, wait, I was going to say Julie Andrews, but I was like, wait a second, that's not her name. Who is it? What's her last name? It's Julie, Julie Walters. Julie Walters. I always get the two of them confused. First, you hate uh, Take a Chance on Me. Then you refuse to say Julie Walters' name. I was giving, I was vaulting. It's what co-hosts do. <laughs> Julie Walters. But the three of them together play such a great trio of friends oh. and I think this time in rewatching the first, I'm like, oh, Meryl is giving me like chaotic mm-hmm. mom who's like, who was that angsty punk rocker kid? Yeah. Obviously not punk rocker, but like, I love what she's doing in the movie. I think it's very fun and it's very chaotic. And it's wild, but it's a good time. It's such a specific choice for her because I think obviously this was 2008 and Meryl Fever, in my opinion, really started yes. after The Devil Wears Prada. Like that was a moment, I think, for yeah. Hollywood and for people who just loved movies. Meryl just took the world by storm. And so for her to be like, you know what? I want to have fun. I want to sing on green screen. <laughs> and that's what she did. And that's what I love for her in this movie. I think she had such an iconic run those several summers in a row of like... Mm-hmm 
and I'm forgetting the ones in between, but like the Devil Wears Prada into Julie and Julia, into Mamma Mia, into Doubt, which came out in the fall and is not a summer movie at all. But, mm. you know, just like she became like such an even bigger box office star during that time. And Mamma mm. Mia was such a hit. Yeah. And when I was thinking about us doing this podcast, there's like so many ways to talk about it because the stage musical is much like Chicago will never die. Mm. It'll always be around. I'll be dead. Mamma Mia will still be playing. That right? bride will still be smiling on the poster. <laughs> but what the films did for me, and I don't want to sound ignorant because I haven't seen the show, so no disrespect, I'll do, you know, but it like made it so much more, I think, and so successfully translated the stage musical into something so goofy, mm -hmm. so camp, so fun. Yeah. I think the sequel does an even better job of that, which may be like, okay, go, go. No, I completely 100% agree. Like it really does feel like, and starting with the first movie, as you continue watching, it just feels like you're watching a group of people who are just having yes. such a fun time making this silly little movie. Like it's not, it's not like cinema in that sort of um, like, predictable way like you're not going to be like that is Scorsese that is you know auteur filmmaking but what it is is just a really authentically fun genuine time and that is so hard to kind of come across with movies like no I completely agree because I was watching it last night both of them and I was like fuck like you know those pictures always go viral of the the rap party but I'm like no they were literally having the time of their life making this movie and the other movie yeah. julie uh christine and meryl together there is this like mm -hmm. friendship that seemed formed that i'm like i want to go for drinks with them i also want to be at this hotel in greece yeah where the toilets the toilets don't work no yeah you just sit on them did you find out where it was filmed? So in Mamma Mia, most of the outdoor scenes were filmed on location at the small Greek island of Skopelos and okay, the seaside but... hamlet of Damuchari in the Pelion area of Greece. God. This where was the second one filmed? Like I'm scrolling. She's scrolling. <laughs> she, she can't find the information right now. Okay, right. you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to it. Yeah, we'll circle back. So where are you? Not where are you? I know where you are. <laughs> what are your favorite musical numbers from the first movie? Oh, I mean, I already said, take a chance on me. Mm -hmm. But I really think that there is something about Dancing Queen as well that always just gets me moving. Those two specifically just kind of unlock a joy in my head. Um, and... Oh, what's the other one that I really, really love from that one? Like, like the titular song, the titular track. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, <laughs> as they say. Like those, those are the ones, those are the girls that stand out to me the most. Mamma Mia, the performance is so specifically ingrained in my head as yeah. like summer 2008. Like that was the commercials, that was the trailers, the spots, like it's just yeah. embedded. Yeah. Okay. So love Mamma Mia. The first Sorry. one for you, you have Amanda's song over the credits. Forever and always, thank you for the music. I think that vocal performance, it is like something I play in my car like 15 times a week. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the music. 
literally any Amanda song, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like boring and I'm going to say like all the ballads. So like, <laughs> thank you for the music slipping through my fingers. The winner takes it all, which Meryl like is so good on. That's camp. It, it is the name of the game, which is not a ballad. Does your mother know? Okay. Mm. <laughs> that scene. Uh-huh. Christine said, I will show you how this is done on the beach. You want range? I'll give it to you right now. They put her in that little wig. She rocked the hell out of it. The <laughs> bang rap- <laughs> flipping. So I've decided on two Halloween costumes last night. And we're for allowed to have like a real Halloween this yeah. year. It's either going to be Marilyn the overalls or Christine in Does Your Mother Know? I feel like you should be Christine and Sasha and mm. should be uh, Meryl. <laughs> oh, Joe. <Jill>. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's a look that you guys would really, really rock. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lay all your love on me. I mean, there's not really a flop here. SOS is the toughest one, but. <laughs> Which is hard because I do think that SOS is, if I'm looking at ABBA songs, that's one of my gr- favorites. One of my favorite ABBA yeah. songs. Didn't translate. Not here. And I'm also going to say something that's a little controversial. Mm. Love ABBA, love ABBA Gold, love their recordings. I love this cast recording probably just as much. I, uh, I mean, the thing is, is that I, it's not like I always listen to ABBA music all the time, but I do see what you're saying in that there's a charm to the cast recording that I think is hard to resist. There's something in the Swedish water, I swear to God, (laughs) because you look at so many of like amazing pop stars and groups, they come from Sweden. They know what they're doing there. They more than know, they they should teach classes. So do we wanna move on to here we go again? Oh, let's do it because I am so ready to talk about my favorite song in that movie specifically hold on i just though saw voulez vous which the musical number in the first movie is great Mm -hmm. and also our friend tom just discovered he doesn't listen to abba hasn't seen the mamma mia movies except for the second one and i think he tried to forget about it (laughs) and recently discovered voulez vous and he sent it to me one day he's like i'm loving this new song i just discovered as a joke (laughs) and i was like it's like the greatest song like what are you You call yourself a DJ? (laughs) Anyway. We're attacking him today. Yeah. So here we go again. (sighs) Say it. I'm just like looking at the performances from here we go again. And it, I mean, I know we said it about the first one of just like hit after hit, but you start things off with when I kissed the teacher, which was a song that I really did not know ever. What a fun way to start the movie. You know, you move on to things like Waterloo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a dream. I really love that one. Knowing mm-hmm. me, knowing you. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. Oh, your personal favorite, I know I'm not going to spoil it, but Angel Eyes, which is a song that I always associate with Jordan. <laughs> because the, during that summer, leading up to seeing the movie, all you would kind of hear whenever Jordan entered a room was, look into his angel eyes. And I think it was just that one line and that's it. So obviously soft spot for that one. But um, truly, I think the greatest musical sequence that I have 
witnessed in the 21st century belongs to Super Trooper. It is so good. Like, I think that both of us share the same fondness for fun credit sequences, like Charlie's Angels, Bring It On, just when like the cast is either doing bloopers or dancing together. That's exactly what Super Trooper does. They all come out, the young men, the old men, Meryl, Cher, they're all wearing ridiculous costumes. True papa, true papa. <laughs> oh, good. The first movie, I actually, okay. Yes, completely agree with everything you just said. The first movie credits are so good as well. And I remember seeing that in the theater and being like, oh, they had fun. Yeah. I'm having fun as yeah. well. I'm dancing and in the aisle. You want another one? Yeah. Do you want another one? And then they gave us another one. Mm -hmm. But then the second movie said, we have Cher. Let's do a full performance. We're going to utilize her. Everyone looks incredible. Yeah. Again, Amanda, I'm coming out as a Cypride. That's not the fan name. (laughs) I'll accept it. (laughs) I'm a, a little Amanda. I don't know what they're called. But I'm standing a bit. Also, just an aside, we said this yesterday. Because I'm noticing Twitter, like, all of a sudden in the last few years has really accepted Jennifer's body as one of its films. And Mean Girls, of course, always. Mamma Mia, always now as well. And what was the other one we had discussed? What? Mamma Mia 2. Okay, so those four (laughs) movies. That's all you need on your IMDb page for me. Love the Coopers. Um. No, I agree. Yes. Okay. Super Troopers, that final sequence is so well done. I think it's so fun. Everyone looks great. It's a great dance number. It is a camp. It's it's production value. Exactly. And also, when a movie's done, sometimes, yes, I want to run out of the theater or turn off my TV. But sometimes I want to sit and really just enjoy the experience I just had. And so, okay. Here we go again. I feel like I don't, I'm not enamored by the first part, but I do enjoy it, of course. Mm. But it really takes off in the second part into becoming the film that I love. Yeah. And together it works so incredibly well. Lily James is like a magnet of sunshine. Literally, you're fawning over Amanda in the first movie. Yeah. Me talking about Lily James in the second (laughs) one. She's so good. She's so good. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't think she looks anything like Meryl Streep. Something happened in the 20 years apart from... Someone closed their eyes and said, sure. <laughs> because if I was going to cast anybody as a young Meryl, I'd probably cast... A, I would cast Amanda, actually, who looks more like Meryl. They stuck to realism when it came to Christine and Julie's younger selves. <laughs> and then they were like, two out of three, that's fine. Well, okay. Yes. So, um, yeah, Lily is just like, she opens the movie with that teacher song, which also I did not know until I saw the movie. And I do think it's a jarring first musical number. Yeah. But wow, it gets you right where you need to go. And the more I rewatch the movie, the more that song, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. It's very convincing or she is 
maybe more convincing than anything else. Mm-hmm. She also has a really good voice and everything. Like the second movie is like so interesting because it just, for a lot of a, a lot of it, it's reworking some of the original songs. We don't have Mamma Mia. We don't have Money, Money, Money. Don't they sing Mamma Mia though when Lily is devastated and sad sitting inside that little bar and- Isn't um, it Dancing Queen? Well, she starts, she goes, I've been cheated by, by you since I don't know when. You're right. There is Mamma Mia. How dare you forget that amazing sequence. I was sitting on the couch last night waiting for that scene to come. I also love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of casting, uh-huh. I have three words. Jessica Keenan Wynn. Like... You cannot tell me that that wasn't Christine Baranski in disguise as someone in disguise as her. That's how accurate she is. When she does like the low, really low register voice stuff and is like, honey, that's my Kim Cattrall. But like, it's very Christina Aguilera doing Kim Cattrall on SNL. (laughs) Yeah, but it's so good. And the costuming is so good. And the makeup is so good. That's how you like really. That's like perfect casting yeah. one-on-one, obviously. There are moments where she's moving and I would, I genuinely would be like, wait a second, that does look like Christine. Mm-hmm. Also speaking of casting, actually, before we get to her, Andy Garcia. Playing the same role that he's been playing in these kind of like uh, fun films for the last few years, like Book Club. Um, what's that other one? He was in, oh, Barb and Star like mysterious man and it's great for him he nails it be still my beating vagina (laughs) also an incredible line delivery yeah um and then there's the share of it all it honestly like i love the sequel so much and every time I'm watching it, I get lost in it because it's just such a fun time that I always forget that share is coming and so when all of a Same. sudden the helicopter starts to come closer <laughs> to the island, I was like, oh my God, I forgot. Cher is here. She's here. Je suis désolé. Oh my God. Like, it's one of those um, hat tricks that the movie just pulls off in the final act. And yeah. I think it just works beautifully. I think that's the genius of this movie for me is that, yeah. Okay, so let's take it back 10 years. We have an idea for Mamma Mia 2. No, don't do it. How can you do it? It's a jukebox musical. It's singular. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm saying this fully knowing that like sequels happen all the time regardless. But like, it's so hard and it's so beloved and ABBA so beloved and the music is so beloved. Mm-hmm. And they said, we hear you loud and clear. We'll yeah. be fine. Thank you for your concerns. Yeah, We're going to cast Cher. <laughs> Does the movie work without Cher? I actually still think it does. Yeah. And that's the cherry on top of the movie is that, like you said, you're already having such a fun time. Mm -hmm. And if you are rewatching it and you actually forget and you hear the helicopter five minutes fully before her arrival even happens. Yeah. You're like, oh, who who could it be? Also, side note, my favorite thing in this movie is the framed portraits of Meryl that are just the shots from the first from the movie. first movie. Yeah. I also like how they don't ever really explain how she dies in between the two movies. 
She had to go. I created a fantasy plot line where she falls off a cliff. <laughs> but but I feel like that's not the truth. She actually goes back in time into that same hotel shed that Lily James runs around in, in the rain, with the horse. Struck by lightning. It is a fever dream. Yeah. Um, so Cher's, okay, so there's like several things. Cher's arrival. Yeah. Iconic. Her foot comes out of that helicopter and hits the floor, and so do I. Boom. So I'm, I'm on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I floor when Cher arrives. <laughs> then we have the opening line. The opening line? Her opening line. Oh, I was like, of the movie? And I was like, um, thank well, you. Well, that's. <laughs> and, um, we have, say it. No, you say it. No, you do yeah, it. This is your moment. You're better at French than I am. Mm. Do it. No, I'm not going to. Is it just we? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, who knows French, is probably like these. He just passed out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we just have like it rolls into such a magnetic chaos, yeah. much like the first movie. That, like, I really love the musical numbers that happen at the nighttime in this in both movies, like. Um, I think voulez-vous from the first one I love because it's just like this chaotic eyes wide shut everyone's dancing around each other kind of thing Mm -hmm. and in this one I love and I have to look it up because I'm forgetting right now hold on I tweeted it Mm -hmm. not that that matters I've been waiting for you yeah oh yeah another Amanda Seyfried ballad I feel like I was surprised at how much I liked that watching it last night because I love it. If I were going to like reunite with my dead mom's two best friends and do a performance together, I don't know if I would do such a slow number wearing those outfits, but they killed it. You have been known to doing more um, progressive sped up numbers (laughs) when you do that. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Um, Then we, so it's, I've been waiting for you, Fernando. My love, my life. Oh, yeah. Where dead Meryl as ghost comes back. And haunts the shit out of that hotel. She said, boo, bitch. Yeah. It's funny because I wonder, like, do you think the intention was always to kill off her character? Or was it like a schedule thing where Meryl was like, I mean, no, it wouldn't be a schedule thing because they have to write a whole script for it. But I'm just so... Curious. I'm going to say you decided that she's never been a sequel person, mm-hmm. much like Jim Carrey, except he has several sequels. So negate that from the record. She's never been a sequel person, mm-hmm. but I think it might have been a bit of both. But also just in terms of if you're plotting the sequel, how do we make this work? And also, how do we make the audience want to come see it? Yeah. Share. Murder someone. It hits. You kill somebody. Mm-hmm. intrigue right away yep. second you add in famed pop star icon actress star legend oscar winner share yep. and you hit every demo for the most part literally everyone that you want literally and also it's like stunt casting at its finest but it's so organic it works the way it should and i would like us to find another grandmother for the third movie oh that was my that was gonna be my question for you oh sorry go well i was gonna say i mean obviously According to the, the Wikipedia, they are in the process of making a third movie. But if you were to uh, 
cast or bring in a name that you think would work about as well as Cher works in the second one, who would you cast? And you can't say Countess Luann. Oh, she can't do it. She's unavailable. Hillary Duff. <laughs> You'd get one one demographic of people would be like, yes. Just me. Yeah. Um, I don't know because so how do you level up from Meryl to Cher? Yeah, um, you've hit a bar there. I genuinely don't know if you can. I don't who would you cast? Helena Bonham Carter, I don't, <laughs> I would accept that with open arms, but I don't know who I would do. Like you can't, I think Cher is the the ceiling in this case. Anyone else would be a little bit lower. Yeah, so you can't do the same stunt casting. So you then cast around Cher kind of. Gaga. Sure, right? Like literally it would be that. And you, she's on the Italian isle, island. Yes. With her family. Raging a war against the, the Greek, Greek island. Yes. So it's like the Ramada Inn versus the Hiltons. <laughs> We've taken such a turn. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your favorite musical numbers from this as well? Did I already ask you? Well, that? I said Super Trooper, but yes. I uh, really like um, Waterloo when they're dancing in the restaurant. I really like uh, the aforementioned bit where Lily is sadly singing Mamma Mia. Yes. And I I actually really do like that song with Meryl at the end in the baby adoption. Not adoption. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing with the baby? Crucifying? No, not crucifying. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> With the water, baptize, baptize, baptism. <laughs> we don't, we don't do that. So I really like that one. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> I agree with most of what you said. <laughs> Um, my favorites are, I'm going to say when I kiss the teacher. Okay. That's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Again, just general rule, rule, anything Amanda's singing or has a part in <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Lily's version of, I have a dream. I have a dream, which I think is also <laughs> I have a dream, you guys, which I think is second to Amanda's, but I'm biased here. Mm-hmm. Andante and Dante is really nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said it. Angel Eyes is the musical number of our generation. (laughs) (laughs) Look into his angel eyes. The beauty of this is, and I'm not going to pretend to be anything other other than I am, who is myself. I didn't know anything beyond Abba Gold. Oh, yeah. I I don't think Angel Eyes is on there. I don't think so. But this introduced me to that and I'm obsessed with it. Once again, mostly this cast recording of it. Yeah. What Christine and the other two ladies do on this is so beautiful. The other two ladies. The other two broads. Yeah. And also Christine's high kick in that movie, transcendent. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I've been waiting for you. Like I said, Fernando, my love, my life, super trooper. That fourth some right there is just like beautiful. And then there is the original song they wrote for Meryl at the end. That's not personally for me. Huh? Which one is that? You know, the song that Chris always says, like she includes the lyrics. I've been sitting at home watching House of, I've watched all of House of Cards. Oh. It's not for me. Yeah, I don't really know if I, if I know that one too well. So, you know, I think it's easy, it's suffice to say and easy to say that these movies, you know what, if you are not looking through it at the lens of like camp and fun and beauty and elegance and grace, sure, you might have some issues with them. I can see it. Yeah. I don't see the same issues you have. I don't have the same problems. I don't have the same concern. <laughs> I'm not taking that on. No but they're pure fun. Yeah. It's- and nothing puts me in a better mood. Like the second one especially has just become such a comfort that it will never be homework for me to watch Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Do you think you surprised yourself in how much you like this movie? Because Oh, yeah, 100%. Knowing me, knowing you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are not a musical person at all. I'm not really a musical person. You're right. And I, as much as I, I said earlier, I love Chicago. I always have loved Chicago. But ever since, there was never really a movie musical that I was like, I love this, you know? I think I really wanted to get into Rent. But then I watched it and I was like, I don't think this is that great of a film. But yes. the music was good. Yes. But sometimes, I don't know, you need more than just good songs to make a movie musical work. Tweet it. <laughs> I will. Nine <laughs> likes. <laughs> no, I agree. I think, yeah, these are probably my some of my favorite musical films at the... In terms of just like something I want to watch for pure joy. Also, they're the definition of summer movies. Yeah. They're a summer girl. They are a summer blockbuster. And I need a third. I do. I'm just worried that now that we literally won't have like amazing ABBA songs. Because do I know any that they haven't used? No. I'm fine. Do the same ones again. (laughs) I want to go. I want to have fun with my friends. Give me that. Do the three songs that they've sampled Abba in. Yeah, please. <laughs> I welcome it. Um, I think that's it for today, Josh. Yeah. I, I loved our little vacation to these Grecian Isles. We said, welcome to the hotel where the toilets do not work. Have a good stay. And we did. And we God did. bless. Well, Josh... Go forth and have a magical evening, Jordan. Thank you for discussing these amazing movies with me. Of course. We truly do loves it when it comes to Mamma Mia. We do. And again, thank you for everyone who's been listening. And please like and subscribe. You know, it just helps. And follow us on Instagram at Loves It Podcast. And also, if there's anything you would like us to talk about, LMK. Let us know. Drop us a line. Shoot me a DM. Call now. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye.